What it do, Sports Betting Nation? Aces, hi. We're here with our Thursday college football preview episode. Man, it's a great time of the week. I'm joined by the one, the only, Mr. Hardways. How you doing, Hardways? Aces, I am apoplectic. I am. I know this is a college football show, but we can't not talk about the World Series. Good for the Texas Rangers. Congratulations to all the Texas fans. But I had a lot of money wrapped up in the Diamondbacks winning the World Series this year. So I am, I you know, I hedged out a little bit, but I, I thought the 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 D-backs could get it done. I, I don't know. I ugh, I'm done. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm ugh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm upset. Well, you're still in the right mind because you called me by the correct name for the first time in the last few episodes here. Also. I want to say, how about those Rangers getting Mr. Scherzer? Like, what a move. Incredible. I am sorry for your bankroll. I'm sorry that it hit you hard. But, you know, we got college football, and that's where you make your money anyways. That is where I make my money. So let's move on. Let's forget about it. I'm already looking at the schedule for next year and the odds. By the way, Braves to win the World Series (laughs) plus 700. I'd jump on that now, my friend, if I were you. But moving on. (laughs) College football. It was a wild week last week. We already talked about it. On our show on Monday, we recapped a bunch of games. And I believe you were on the College Football Rundown podcast talking about some of the crazy stuff you saw this week. Right now, we are coming into Week 10. We have several games going on right now. Well, we had Tuesday Night Maction started up already. We had four games. What were your thoughts on Tuesday Night Maction this week? Well, we we said it. I mean, defenses have, have come to show except for Northern Illinois, who can score some points. And you mentioned how Central Michigan is kind of an outlier with their great offense, too. So it was unfortunate that the Huskies did not come through with the win on Tuesday. But it was fun to watch that match. And again, Toledo just handed Buffalo, you know, a loss. And that was kind of expected. But that Toledo defense showed up like you were talking. Bowling Green Ball State, again, you know, a pretty good defensive stand compared to what we've had recently. I liked on Monday's episode how you mentioned that. Akron, Kent State, I was... Kind of sad that Kent State did not win. Put a little bit, not a full-size unit, but we talked about on Monday, putting a little bit on the dog. Kent State on the money line. They did not come through. Akron won that football game. They certainly did. And I feel like Tuesday night has woken up the MAC offenses. And so, yes, Buffalo and Toledo went under, but all three other games went over their totals, especially the low totals of 39 and a half at Ball State, Bowling Green, and Kent State, Akron. That game in particular, 31 27. So I'm hoping that we get to see some fireworks in the MAC for the rest of the year. We'll have Tuesday night action from now through week 13, I believe it is. Right now, we've got TCU, Texas Tech, Wake Forest, and Duke. Wake Forest and Duke tied at halftime, 14 apiece. And then Troy. In South Alabama, looks like Troy just scored. Gunnar Watson passed to Chris Lewis for a touchdown there. Right now, Texas Tech up 20-7 to over TCU. Actually, TCU just scored, my friend. TCU, oh, it just to... updated. Yeah, it looks like it just updated. Uh, who scored there for TCU? Uh, I didn't want – I just saw that they scored on the uh, – I saw them actually kick the point after as we're recording this. Good for them. All right, so we've got plenty of games going on this week. Before we jump into our, our conference of the week, which will be the SEC, let's touch on a couple of Big Ten games. How's that sound? Can you pull up this – well, you're already there. This week in college football, pull up our Big Ten page, and I heard you and the Madman Woj talking about it. Let's talk about it. Ohio State – And Rutgers, this game, now the big thing about this game is Rutgers always plays Ohio State tough, or at least they have played Ohio State tough in years past. But we're looking at the game here. We've got Ohio State minus 20 and a half at minus 118 and the total of 42 and a half. Kyle McCord, Travion Henderson, Marvin Harrison Jr. What are your thoughts on this Buckeyes team versus the Rutgers team? Well, I think the Buckeyes are going to take them down. The rankings came out for the college football playoffs. 
Hey, we're talking about the number quote. I got air quotes here. No one can see me. You can see the screen recording though. Anybody that wants to watch on YouTube as we're doing this podcast, if you're listening to the podcast, you can head over to YouTube, watch us demo our platform. I'm looking at the number one air quotes team in the nation right here on our game preview page. Yeah, I, I don't like that minus 1,000. I, I think Ohio State's going to beat them. But why do you want to lay 1,000 just to put 100 back in your pocket? I don't see much on this. I think if you go somewhere with this one, you go with those totals, 42 and a half. You think Ohio State's just going to crush Rutgers? Well, you probably go with the over total because Ohio State offense is the one that's going to take over, I think, if that happens. The question is, does the ranking at number one motivate Ohio State or do they get complacent? If it motivates them, they can put up 43 points on their own. If they get complacent, we could see another 20 to 7 affair in the Big Ten. Ohio State has not been nearly as dominant at offense as they have in years past. If you don't mind pulling up the game page here, yeah, there we go. So Rutgers plus 755. If you want, that's on points bet. Ohio State minus 1042 and a half, and then 18 and a half to four the spread there. That that could you pull up that 18 and a half on the Ohio State minus 18 and a half? I'd love to see where that started and where that ended up because i'm surprised that it's at 18 and a half well, we got bet mgm they don't make a lot of moves let's go to bet rivers if we got moves it's probably at bet rivers. yeah there we go okay so it has bounced around now this isn't a huge we're, we are scaled in quite a bit so it's not a huge movement there but that 18 and a half seems to be the main line spread on this i do like that over i might even think about that first half over maybe ohio state lays off the gas, takes her foot off the gas pedal in the second half if they got a nice comfortable lead. So if we could pull up the first half over there, beautiful. You already got it. So 23, I mean, that's doable, right? Three touchdowns and a field goal. If you can get, if you can go into this 17-7 at halftime, boom, you're there already. Ohio State can certainly put up 17 points by themselves in half. Anything else on this game, Aces? No, you got me kind of interested in this, you know, first half over. I, I kind of like that play because you were looking at the over, right? I was looking at that over. I like that 42 and a half, but that first half over, he's just concerned. They let they they let up a little bit in the second half, and you might not get that full game over. But 23, if if Ohio State wants to come out and make a statement, I can see that over coming in the first half. I kind of like that. And I, I'm on our game page here for anyone that can't see, I'm changing the totals to find alternate totals on this one for yes, alternate totals for the first <laughs> half. We have DraftKings here. If you want to just give that hookup. Over 23 and a half. I pulled up the line movement on it. Yeah, it started out negative here at negative 110. Now we're getting plus money. So I think where I'd go, I just give up the hook and take that plus 102 versus the minus 110 at over 23. So, you know, what's the difference between one point? It could be everything. Who knows? But in my opinion, it's a random outlier. One point, actually half a hook or half a point with a hook. I like that plus 102 and I like this bet you mentioned. I might have to chuck this one up. If not, for being on DraftKings. <laughs> yeah, well, it is on DraftKings. If you're following along on YouTube, you can see where we've got it. It is on DraftKings. Unfortunately, Aces, that might rule you out. They don't really want your business. So let's move on, though. We're going to go over to the Pac-12. We would be remiss if we did not touch on at least one from the Conference of Champions, as the real Jay-Z would say. And I think we have to touch on USC and Washington. USC is the dog in this. It is at Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, however. So it is at the Coliseum. USC is at home versus Washington. They're welcoming Washington in. Washington minus three. Best lines for the money lines. This is where you might want to take a money line. Minus 155 for Washington over on Caesar Sportsbook. If you want to back the Trojan, you can get him plus one. Is it Trojan or Trojans? I can't remember. They're, which 
They're plural, my friend. There's more than one of them. <laughs> you never remember which ones are or because it's a cardinal, Stanford card. Yeah. Anyway, so plus one thirty to back the Trojans. Trojans over on Bet Rivers Sportsbook. What are your thoughts on this game, Aces? I don't know. I don't mind that money line bet. I, I'm, I don't. I just. I don't want to bet on USC. I, I kind of see it as a coin flip, though. And we talk about this all the time. USC is a coin flip football game. As sports betters, as people that you know profit from doing this, we have a plus one thirty line on a coin flip. You take that, right? That's how you make profit going forward. So if that is how you see it, and you see it as a coin flip game, that plus one thirty on the money line over there on Bet Rivers for UFC. USC is kind of sexy, but. I don't know if I'm going to take it just because I, I think Washington is a phenomenal football team. I think they're, I don't like the PAC 12 itself. I think Washington is very good. And I also think Oregon is very good in the PAC 12. Aside from that, you know, I, it remains to be seen, I think, but I don't know that I want to bet against Washington because I just generally do not bet against really good football teams. And that's a fair assessment there. I, I do want to also highlight the over under in this game. at 76 and a half. It is an absolutely massive Total 76. I don't know out of principle how you can take it, but there it is 76 and a half. Now look at those points per games though. So 45.89. So about 46 for USC and about 40 for Washington. Okay. USC has got the edge there, but look at the difference in points per game that the opponents are putting up 32 and a half for USC versus 20 and a half for Washington. My goodness. Washington certainly has a defensive edge when, at least when it comes to opponents points per game there. If we could go over to <laughs> that difference is is two Iowa football games. Right <laughs> <laughs> Let me well, look at it for sure. Yeah. yeah, if we can kind of dig in a little bit on the matchup here, this is I'm not quite sure where I'm going with this. Now I can't go over just because 77 is just, it's just we've talked about this in the past. When you have an over that's over 70, teams come out slow, they're trying to fill each other out. They might run the ball a little bit, try to establish some tempo. You get a slow first quarter, it sets the tone for the entire game. You run into, you are behind the wall or behind the eight ball already off the bat. So in terms of minus 155, that's not terrible. If you're taking the money line, I could see paying one and a half on the Washington offense. I do think they're much better. Aces, could you pull up our player props page? I do want to touch on Michael Penix though, because he is the starting quarterback for Washington. And if you figure that they're going to have to throw to keep up with USC, it's possible we can get some good options here on Michael Penix and his player props. So there we go. Passing touchdowns. Okay. So they're predicting four passing touchdowns for Michael Penix. Doesn't surprise me there. If you want to get over three and a half minus 117 on Caesars and their passing yards, 369 and a half. That is just huge. Let's see what, uh, if you could just quick search. So for those who aren't watching, Aces just pulled up the USC versus Washington player props. He just searched Penix to get the uh, the props for him. And Aces, if you could just type in Caleb Williams or Williams or Caleb, whatever it is, so we can see. Just want to compare that there. Passing touchdown. So he's favored for two and a half passing touchdowns, which is surprising. I thought it would be three and a half there. And then 317 and a half for the passing yards. So it is about 42 passing yards fewer for Caleb Williams there. But also they've got him for 21 and a half rushing yards and he is favored to throw an interception just fyi anything <laughs> on the player props that catches your eye aces well no as we're looking at this we're looking at you know what you just mentioned about the fewer passing yards expected i was over here on our detailed matchup page and that's kind of what was catching my eye it actually threw me off i i assumed that usc had I, if i'm looking at offenses i assume everything was gonna be green on usc's favor but as you can see it here our system is showing you Washington actually has, as far as statistics, the better offense 
on the season. So it makes sense why we're seeing a little bit of a discrepancy here between Williams and Penix. I just, I think that Penix has been playing Caleb Williams. I would assume you're in the NFL more than I am. I would assume he's favored to go higher in the draft than Mr. Caleb Williams would. Should they both go out? I, I just think in college, Mr. Penix has proven to be a better, you know, quarterback this year, more important to his team. I, again, he has a defense, so that does help out his case. But as far as the player props in this game, I don't want to go with either one of them because it's just going to be one of those games where they score 100 or it's going to be one of those ones where they get 50 and the over co- under comes in very easily. So player props in this game, I'm going to steer clear. That's fair. And while I would agree with your assessment in principle, the NFL tends to think that Caleb Williams is the favorite to be drafted higher than Michael Penix. In fact, I just pulled up DraftKings NFL draft number one pick odds and Caleb Williams at minus 360. So he's a big favorite to go number one overall. Drake May from North Carolina at plus 250. And then behind them, Marvin Harrison, surprise there, wide receiver to go number one plus 2000. Quinn Ewers from Texas plus 2500. And there's Michael Penix also plus 2500. Who the heck is Joe Alt? Any idea who that guy is? <laughs> Joe Alt, like an alternate. We're going to put in an alternate here just to screw I, with everybody. I assume he's some defensive player. If yeah. I don't know who he is, he's probably a defensive player there. He's, he's a lineman for uh, the Irish, I believe. Thank you very much for that. Okay, let's move on. Our conference of the week is the SEC. we got a couple games that we want to highlight. We've got a lot of games. So we got Florida and Arkansas, Old Miss, Texas A&M, Tennessee and Connecticut. Tennessee should roll Connecticut there. South Carolina, Jacksonville State, same situation there. But let's touch on, well, we don't want Vanderbilt and Auburn. I think all the SEC teams are in play this week. So not Mississippi State and Kentucky. How about Georgia and Missouri? Georgia and Missouri are two very good teams. Missouri 7-1. Georgia, obviously, 8-0. and I think they're 8-0. Are they 8-0? Yeah, 8-0 there. They're undefeated. I know that. And it is at Sanford Stadium. So Georgia is at home. They are the favorite. No surprise there. Minus 15. Minus 700 if you want to back the Bulldogs there on the money line. Plus 525 you can get on Missouri or plus 15, minus 110 over on Caesar Sportsbook. Georgia no longer number one in the nation, but can they cover over two touchdowns, Aces? Oh, yeah, I think they can in Missouri. I mean, maybe they come out and after that disappointing, they're number one in the nation in every single poll except for, you know, the playoff committee poll. So does that come out and does it hurt their mentality? I think you were speaking to it the other way with Ohio State them getting ranked number one, maybe having a little bit of that, you know, better team bias and then not performing. Maybe it's the opposite with Georgia. They get a little disappointed. I don't think that's going to happen with this Kirby smart team though. I think he's going to have them pissed off and saying, why the hell are we not ranked number one in the nation after, you know, being the best team in the nation for three years now, I think they're going to come out and they're going to cover that spread easy. Missouri, not a bad football team, but you know, not a football team that I mind to fading at all i wouldn't take the money line i would take the spread you mentioned it is kind of that weird minus 15 number we don't we don't see that often in college football or nfl for that matter i don't think either so i i like george in this one if i'm going to bet him i am just going to give up the 15 and expect them to come out big i would have thought that this would open at 17 or 16 and a half there 15 you're right is a weird number we don't see that number too often we'll we'll throw in a little College fantasy football, just to, to make the Mad Mad Woj happy. I would say if you are playing any Missouri players, if you have them on your daily fantasy or if you're thinking about daily fantasy or if you're playing them in season long, I would bench everybody. I think you're right. I think Kirby Smart <laughs> wants to come out and establish the 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 dominance or or that they are the team to beat in college football right now. So, yeah, you can play all your Georgia players, but I would sit everybody 
from Missouri. <laughs> Just looking through here, a lot of green there on the Georgia side when it comes to these stats that are favoring Georgia. The, I don't know how Georgia doesn't cover the spread. And, you know, I, I see this as a three touchdown game. I think Missouri can put up a few points here, but the Georgia defense is just phenomenal. And the offense did, did look like they didn't miss a beat there with Brock Bowers going out and, and Lad McConkey has slipped right into that kind of underneath role. So for me, yeah, Georgia is the play that's at two 30 there on Saturday. The other one that we definitely want to touch on is the one that everybody's talking about. And that, of course, is LSU versus Alabama. Now, this one's going to have playoff implications for sure. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, I, whoever you know loses this football game is no longer in the playoff talk. Whoever wins it now elevates them to themselves. They won't be the top four, I don't think. I don't think this gets them there. But it keeps them in the conversation and eliminates one of their opponents, obviously, for the playoff talk. I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. This is at Bryant-Denny Stadium at 6.30, right? 6.45 there on Saturday. Um, I, I'm i a little surprised, though. This is So Alabama's at home, but they're only a three-point favorite in this. And, and if we talk about in the past, we've, we've talked about how the bookmakers will often give three points for the home team just as for the home, for the, the, their home there. So that tells me that the bookmakers think Alabama and LSU are equal on a neutral field. Do you agree with that? Two loss LSU versus one loss Alabama? I mean, I, I agree that that's what the bookmakers are telling us. They're saying that Alabama is a half point favorite in this game, essentially, with that Bryant Denny Stadium. I think they give them two and a half there at Bryant Denny Stadium in a big game, that is. I, I don't know that I, uh, I agree with it as far as the way it should be, though. I, I think Alabama maybe even is up there in the touchdown favorite. I just, I think they're a better football team. LSU's not a football team I respect. I understand they have a great, phenomenal offense. And that seems to be how we judge, in my opinion, unfortunately, how we judge football teams, college football teams these days. And I understand that that's where LSU gets a lot of their props from is that offense. But I just think that Alabama comes in. They've already lost. Remember when Texas came into Bryant Denny Stadium and just took down Alabama? You think a Nick Saban coach football team is going to, let that happen twice at their home field in a season? I would highly, highly doubt it. it. You cannot write off Nick Saban. As much as it looked like Alabama was struggling early in the year, they had two games, and again, Texas came in, they beat them, but Texas is a good team, right, I think? Let's say they're a good team. They're a good team. So Alabama looked like they're struggling, and then all of a sudden it clicked, and Monroe is the quarterback that they wanted, and they saw something in him, and the wide receivers stepped up, Burton and everybody else. So it is a team that has the second half here. I fully expect that Alabama is going to run the table and really be a contender when it comes to – it's going to be – if they can win out and win the SEC championship or get to the SEC championship, it'd be tough not to keep them into the playoff conversation here. So for those who are watching, Aces has pulled up the – the detailed matchup here for Alabama versus LSU. Oh my goodness. Look at that per game. The, <laughs> just the stats here, the green versus the red for Alabama versus LSU. So are we saying that LSU has on the offensive side, they're that much better than, than Alabama. That's a bit of a surprise to me. Well, not, it's not to me. I kind of just actually talked about that exact fact is it doesn't surprise me at all, but again, that that's just kind of how we, we perceive the better football team these days is, well, they have a phenomenal offense. They're scoring more points. Well, let's see if that comes to fruition when this Alabama team plays this LSU football team this weekend. My guess is no. But yes, I did expect that you would be seeing because you got to remember, too, we're over here on the team stats page. Most team stats, they're obviously offensive 
stats. So you're going to see a lot of green on LSU just because, you know, they score so much. But what I like to look at, and we just looked at that Georgia team, actually, I was looking at, I'm always looking at PPA, which is kind of an advanced metric. You don't have to know exactly what it means, but 0.08 for the Alabama defense, that just shows you compared to that 0.25 for LSU defense. We actually just saw one of the best teams in the nation up there with Iowa at 0.03 in Georgia. So you're talking about Alabama. That's a really good defense. They can shut this offense down if anyone can. So it's kind of what I'm expecting out of this game. And if you do want to know what that stat means or what any of these advanced stats means, if you go to our This Week in College football page available at sportsbettingintel.com for any of our subscribers and go to this detailed matchup, you can hover over, or any of the detailed matchups, you can hover over any of the advanced stats or any of the stats, and it'll tell you exactly what that metric means, what it's measuring, and what it means for looking to play sports bets. There's a phenomenal feature that is only available at sportsbettingintel.com. Aces, maybe you could scroll down. I do want to take a look at the money line, the spread, and the total for this one. I have not decided where my money's going on this one, but it is a game that I will be plugged in and sitting in front of the TV to watch. So if you want to back the LSU Tigers, you can get them at plus 140. The best line there is over at Bet Rivers. If you want to back Alabama, minus 155 over on Caesar Sportsbook. The spread we had mentioned, minus two and a half to three, depending on where you get it. Minus two and a half at Bet Rivers for Alabama, plus three for LSU over at Caesars. And then the over under 61 and a half, it looks like is going to be the main line there. 61 and a half. Is that where you thought it would end up? Uh, it's hard to tell when they, you know, when they get in that 58 to 64 range, I, I was, I expected it somewhere in there at whether I expected it exactly at 61 and a half, I could not tell you. So yes, I expected a higher scoring affair. We just saw the LSU offense, even though Alabama, I do think is going to shut them down compared to what they've done throughout the year. They could still score some points against this Alabama defense. They certainly can. I, I don't have any doubt. And to that end, let's pull up the player props for this game. Let's take a look at our friends, Brian Thomas and Malik Nabbers. Like neighbors, the two stellar wide receivers for LSU. And let's see where they're I'm gonna guess Brian Thomas 76 and a half and neighbors. I'm gonna guess 81 and a half would be my guess. Let's see if we can find some of the main lines there. You know what? I'm way over. And well, not way over. That's uh, Brian Thomas close. there. So yeah. five, yeah, seven. And that that's probably to account for the Alabama defense, right? So 69 and a half, if you're not watching, 69 and a half is the main line over under on yard receiving yards there for Brian Thomas. And then Malik neighbors, if you could find him yep, easy enough there. And so it uh, looks like scrolling through 89 and a half. Okay. So that is the main line there. So I was, I was over on Brian Thomas and under on Nabber. Now I can know <laughs> Malik neighbors there. So there That's you go. It. To be fair, that that's you remember that it's somewhere between 89 and a half, 95 and a half. So you were a little closer than um what it would seem like from this underline. So yeah, there you go. Anybody that you want to look at? I mean, the wide receivers for Alabama are a bit of a revolving door. There's nobody that I would really trust to throw into or to throw some some money at on the props there. And then LSU kind of LS Diggs is kind of the workhorse, but they also have a plenty of other guys behind him. So I would say the only other thing to look at is just Jaden Daniels and his lines. Well, we're going to be looking at some big numbers there, is my guess, with Mr. Jalen Daniels, because he can sling the rock, let me tell you. What do you want to look at? Passing touchdowns? Passing touchdowns for starters, yeah. And, yeah, it looks like two and a over, under two. Oh, so, okay, so it's even shaded there to under. So it's under. Okay, so, sorry, I'm a little over the place. For those who aren't watching, it looks like over two and a half at plus 118. So you get plus money on over two and a half. Under two and a half minus 163. You got to pay a little bit there to get the under. And then over three and a half 
So if he's thrown four touchdowns plus 480 there on Ben Rivers, that seems like really good odds. Although there's a lot of juice as we get into those higher numbers, you can see over there on the right in that red there, that's 7.16% juice. So there's a lot of juice on some of these player props. You got to be aware of that. Let's look at Jalen Milrow actually before we log off for the night and just see what his touchdowns props look like. I'm going to go down here. I'm going to search for him. Just show you guys different functions that we can use here on sportsbettingintel.com. Type in Milrow. We got a bunch of stuff for him. Where do you want to go? Uh, again, player or uh, passing touchdowns there. I think let's just keep the keep the train rolling on the on the test passing touchdowns. Okay, so he's favored, quite favored. If you look there, one and over one and a half at minus one seventy five or minus. So that's on Bad Rivers minus one eighty four and Caesar. So it's kind of an in in between there, right? So he's one. Definitely favorite to throw two, but not quite favorite enough to throw three there because over two and a half is plus 215 over on Bet Rivers. Under two and a half is minus 295. That's a bit narrower than I would have thought there. Yeah, so they do have a pretty good running name, running game there too there for Alabama. So I'm going to be looking, digging into more of these player props. This is a game that you can certainly build some stuff around. The game in general is a fun one to watch. That's going to do it for us tonight, though, unless there's anybody else you want to look at, Aces, for this game or any other games. You know what? I, I'm going to head over here to the NCAA football top player props. Let's check out our favorites only on the season, which you know is the real Jay-Z. The real Jay-Z. <laughs> and we had Jaden Daniels, actually. We could have looked at his player props here from this feature we have in popular NCAA football player props. We could have looked at Jalen Daniels there, but let's check out, actually, Graham Mertz. I shouldn't, that's, that's my boy. But KJ Jefferson, I want to check out his interception. Interception. You knew it. You knew it. Oh, here we go. All right. Let's see where we got over a half minus 140. Oh, man. We got to pay some money over here on DraftKings to get that minus 140. I don't know. Well, minus 137 on Caesar. So you save yourself three cents a little bit. It's a little bit of juice there, but it's ticked up from the minus 110 to minus 115 we saw at the beginning of the season. I think the odds makers are catching on here. (laughs) Our KJ Jefferson love, as it were. Yeah, I've been hitting them a little bit too hard on that. They had to adjust the lines to make sure I don't come in hard and heavy again. But, you know, I just want to show off NCAA football player props. You can get to it from the popular tab if you want. Head over there. You can favorite your own players. Right now, I have it limited to the favorites. Let's say we want Dylan, Dylan Gabriel. We can click favorite. Then on the same computer you're on throughout however long you use our program, it'll stay here and you can just filter by the players you want. Absolutely an excellent feature and one you'll only find over at sportsbettingintel.com. So come check us out. That's going to be it for us tonight. We have all these features that we talked about, player props, NCAA player props, top player props, the game boards, the game pages, the detailed breakdowns, of course, this week in college football, in addition to everything else that we offer at SB Intel. We're out of baseball season, but we have hockey. We've got player props and top player props for hockey. In addition to all these other tools, we've got arbitrage lines, middle lines, plus EV scanners where you can find positive expected value bets. That's going to be it for us tonight. Aces, anything you want to leave the people with? No, look forward to a great college football weekend along with all the other sports you just mentioned that we have to make some money. I agree 100%. As we say over here at SBI, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, wager wisely. <laughs>